By the way, this story isn't a big perv thing. Get to the sex. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. Victor's the cable. In the 1970s, there was Clockwork Orange. Then in the 1980s came Mad Max. Now comes a startling new vision that takes you into the apocalypse and beyond. Back to the old drive-in you used to know and love. Only now, when the show is over, there is no way out. Welcome to your future, like it or not. Dead End Drive-In. Hurry up, Dylan, where are you? Come on, we gotta get a show started here. The sun has gone down. The customers have been removed from the shop, which means this is Black Dog, Dog After Dark. Dark. I am Dylan Reimer, a regular employee of Black Dog Videos. To my left is... I'm Alex Chisholm. I'm also a uh, employee of Black Dog Video and a uh, programmer at the Rio Theater. Hmm. I'm uh, Darren Gay. I own this uh, swanky establishment. Swank. Yes, it's swank. And I guess we'd have to say this is a special edition of the podcast because we're doing a movie that nobody's seen before. I'd, oh, I had seen it. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Scratch that. There's a reason I got so excited. But let's let's fill people in. We are we are doing a 1986 exploitation film, Dead End Drive-In. Mm-hmm. But this is pretty much as cult as any film I'm aware of anyway. Yeah. Directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith. Trenchard. His middle name is Trenchard. Trenchard. Known for Leprechaun 3 <laughs> and Leprechaun 4. That's the one where the leprechaun is in space. So he's Have known you guys for seen that. It? Yeah. Well, no, I've, never, I've never seen any of the leprechaun movies. Turkey Shoot and Stunt Rock. which we, He did Stunt Rock? Yeah, he did Stunt Rock. Ah, Stunt Rock. So, I, 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 I kicked myself out of a movie theater that was showing Stunt Rock. Why? Well, I was quite drunk. It was a midnight showing at the Cinemarte Film Festival, and I was with my friend. And I thought it'd be a great movie to sort of heckle and enjoy along with the film. Yeah. But no one else in the theater thought that. I was at the screening you got kicked out of, and well, I, I, vaguely, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get kicked out. Or, I kicked myself out. I removed myself. Or you left. Probably Cinemorte, you know, but I, I saw it there, and I, I love that movie. Okay, were you guys even aware of this movie? Yeah, I've known about this title for years. I knew nothing about the movie. I always assumed. I heard about it in the 80s in that whole video boom era, you know, exploitation. And uh, I've always been under the assumption that this was some kind of slasher movie. I was way Same off. here. I thought it was a I always thought movie. it was a slasher movie, set, but I'm aware of the title for years. Well, look at, if you look at the cover, it, look, it looks like a, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. You, I was a disappointed it wasn't a horror movie, actually. But, oh, really? Yeah. This movie used to be on, and I know I say this all the time, but this is one of those KVOS TV 12 in the 80s, uh, come home, I'm like really, really high, mm. and uh, this movie just always seemed to be on TV, and to the point where you never even watched it. It was like Hell Comes to Frogtown. It was one of these memorable titles. That I've never seen. I don't even really remember it, because it's a headier film than I liked when I was 13 watching this. I, I, like I remember thinking it was pretty boring, and they're all just stuck in this drive-in. Back I, in the 80s. I guess we can move on past yes. our first memories of the film. Then, well, I know. So we have no memories of the film. My first memory of the film was uh, two nights ago. Was me being very excited when I found it because some weirdo came in and sold it. You with, were um, very excited when we picked it up, for I, sure. Yeah, man. Is there a plot? Yeah, kind of. It's uh, it's like it's set in some weird post-apocalyptic future in Australia. Um, it was pretty a pretty tame post-apocalyptic future. There's a few fires around and... Some mm-hmm. punks drive around in cars and stuff like that. And it doesn't take a lot for martial law to be instituted because they have that scroll at the beginning where they said there were some kind of like riots. Oh yeah. Something called the White Massacre. They give several Which... different historical dates in the beginning, like in a, almost a prologue without words. They just print it on screen how civil society has fallen kind of from right. It's one of the many million Mad Max ripoffs of the eighties. Yeah. yeah. That particular element reminded me of Escape from New York. Oh, it was very Escape from New York, too. And, of course, Escape from New York, as brilliant and original as it is, is also very Mad Max-influenced. Which, 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 was, which was... Mad Max was definitely before. Oh, so Mad Max. It was, Max. It was, but, it was like um, 78 or 79 or something like that, Mad Max, the first one, right? Exactly, exactly. But I, there was a lot of that dystopian, post, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. stuff going on in the 80s with all that Cold War fear going on yeah. and stuff. And for some reason, in all those movies, everyone's like a punk rocker. This is what eighty six, so, so it's it's go, moving from punk into 
the new, new wave. wave. Yeah. Basically, this movie it's it's like Mad Max meets Pretty in Pink or something, or or Night of the Comet. Yeah, kind of. I, I, that's a movie I like to watch again. I just don't remember much about that. I really like that movie. It might be a good pairing for this one actually, Night of the Comet. Like some of these characters, the big pink hair and all of it, mm. and they're supposed to be tough, and you're just kind of laughing at them because it's you know it's. It... Well, that's how I felt about the hero. Um, I just couldn't take him seriously no. at all. The what lead guy, whatever he, his name is, yeah. he totally reminded Craps. me nonstop. Oh, cra- could... cra- Craps? Crabs. Crabs. Yeah. That's right. Crabs. Like as in pubic lice. Yeah. All I thought yeah, of the whole time while watching the movie, it was like a Lamal music video. Lamal was the lead singer of Kaja Gugu. Remember that <laughs> song? Every... Shy, shy, nope. shy, shy to I. He <laughs> went solo as Lamal and sang the theme song to The NeverEnding Story. Oh, I remember. So that was this a guy? guy looked. To- yeah, look, this dude looked just like Lamal, the star of this. You're uh, telling me the person movie. who sang NeverEnding Story that was a dude? Yeah. My entire who like, also saying too shy, shy, hush, hush, shy to been upended now. But I kept Every seeing... podcast, every podcast, you, you crank out some deep cut 80s fucking that's, track that no one's ever heard yeah, of. That's, no, that's why we love you, man. That's I'm, why we keep them around. I'm, I'm not shitting on you, man. I'm not shitting on you. I'm, I'm saying, like, it's an, a badly needed it's, element. It's impressive. The, You're the soundtrack uh, the, 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 well, the well and wealth of useless knowledge that you have stored in that cranium of yours is impressive, my Cliff friend. Cliff Clavin, ladies and gentlemen. But You should go on Jeopardy. What was like it? A, like a, a shy, a shy, a shy, shy. I mean, what was that song you just quoted? Too shy, shy, hush, hush, I do why. I do. <laughs> Nick Rhodes from Duran Duran. How do you remember it. that? Yeah. It was a huge hit. I've already hit forgotten. In the 80s. He just told me it. It was a massive hit in yeah. the 80s. Like the purple people eater. One thing I noticed in this movie, in the, the, the post apocalyptic uh, future, that video stores still exist. Well, that's good. Yeah, there's a video store on one of the, the smoky streets they're driving. I'm good. It's one of the smoky streets that they're driving around on. Well, because they filmed it on Commercial Drive. <laughs> so Commercial Drive, look, today with all the fog, very smoky. Yeah, yeah. It, and there's still a video store here. Uh, yes, there is. So he's, yeah, the one we're it, in. it starts out when you first see crabs. Or I don't know what his actual name is, but he, everybody he calls like himself crabs. crabs. Why would you call yourself crabs? Because like, he, he had crabs once. So he, no, no, no. But... He thought he had crabs once, because <laughs> he gets cornered by by the Get Along Gang. This this gang, they they look like the New York Dolls or something. They're really yeah. hard to take seriously as tough guys. Very hard to take. They're not tough guys at all. But like by the end of it, they're supposed to be taken seriously as tough yeah. guys because because they get all racist. Is that weird racist, racism subplot? Yeah, all of a sudden comes that that came out of nowhere. We'll get to that in yeah. So he's jogging. So Crabs, Crabs is going for a, a, a midnight run through a, Nightmare Australia. There's <laughs> yeah. like can, cans of fire. It's always the, the post-apocalyptic world always has big cans on fire, like the drums that are on fire for some reason. And he runs by, he antagonizes a German shepherd. He calls the dog useless. Everyone's mean to this dog. Yeah, dog. In the opening credit sequence with the, this awesome fucking like 80s, the soundtrack to this thing is is like an imitation of 80s inspiration rock, right. you know? Lots of synthesizers and fake drums and all that kind of crap. And all that good stuff. And yeah. uh, he's running by, and yeah, he treats the dog like shit, and then some gang comes by. The car boys, I think they're called. Yeah. The car boys. Or and... who, who go around taking parts off cars or something? That's, that, that's, their, that's their shtick? Because, yeah, then he goes off with his brother, who's like a, a tow truck driver guy. Well, first first they try and roll him for his shoes. Oh, right, they want his shoes. Because he's going to visit his girlfriend or whatever, and it's just three young women standing on the corner. The society falling down thing doesn't quite cut the mustard, because there's no a, way three teenage girls can be standing around waiting to get raped. I, I thought it was a really tame post-apocalyptic future. It was pretty mild, you know. Compared to, well, compared to Mad Max, it didn't, yeah. Well, I think they were, I think budget restrictions. You know, they had budgets for for putting some cans on fire, and that was about it. And having some paper blow down the street. Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, it's probably pretty minuscule. I have to guess. None of this goes anywhere. It's almost pointless even talking about it on this show. But mm. the car boys, they're like, "I want your shoes, <laughs> Norse trainers, or whatever." <laughs> and then uh, I guess they get chased away by the police or some shit. Yeah. Uh, all of this, by the way, the, the angry dog, the paper everywhere. The useless dog. Why would you call a dog useless? How is a dog useless? I don't know. Dog maybe useful. it's his name. What's useless. Here, useless. <laughs> What's it supposed to do? It wasn't menace to put down. It's his name. It was barking it's at people. It's that accent. He's saying, so, he's saying Ulysses. It's not oh, Ulysses. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's not useless at all. You're Ulysses. That's his dog. The movie, because it has even this element that reminded me of a movie, a recent film that I really loved, which is Nightcrawler. Yeah. The greedy crew showing up to 
film yeah, a nasty yeah. car accident. Yeah. And I loved the two. By the way, when the movie started, I was like, I'm going to absolutely love this. Mm-hmm. Coming off the opening credits, I'm like, I'm going to totally love this movie. And it really included the stuff with the tow truck drivers fighting over yeah, the wreckage. Yeah, fighting over the wreckage. And there's like dead bodies, bodies laying there. there. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me also think, like, so many of those films of that era, especially like Down Under and in New Zealand and, and whatnot, it's like, under. there was like the cars that ate Paris. Right. And Peter Weir of film. course, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Peter Weir. And then, of oh, course, the Mad Max movies and stuff. A real obsession with like twisted auto wrecks and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know if. They Road were trying to, to draw some sort of parallel between broken down cars and broken down society or something in a similar yeah, yeah, yeah. way that no gas equals I'm, no society I, I, in I'm, Mad I'm Max. Gu- I'm guessing that they didn't think that far into their the symbolism or anything. I think they probably got, had access to some you know rusted out Hulk cars that could make it look like a post-apocalyptic future and they put that in there. I don't I don't see them trying to draw any parallels there. That's just my interpretation. But just the the stealing, your, getting rolled for your shoes and the yeah. angry dogs. Like immediately thought about my growing up in Surrey. Oh, like that. That, that did, was did, like... Did, did, did the angry dogs try to take your shoes in Surrey? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. And your feet. And your feet. With your feet in them. When you know in Surrey, if you went for a jog or just walking home, there'd always be some snarling, drooling monster that would throw itself up against the fence because it's. it's Are we talking about it's... a dog or some of the Surrey? Records? <laughs> uh, and a lot of punk rock chicks back in the eighties. So then he goes home. Yeah. And he 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 hangs with his brother, the brother, big meathead brother. His big meathead head. Meat heat. Meat is meat heat, brother. Yeah, Vegemite heat. I, okay, from, from, for the rest of the podcast, I am not going to try to do an Australian. Yeah, please, if I try to just tell me to shut up, if I try, try to go there. Sorry, right, I can't terrible. do it either. You can do way better than I. <laughs> I've met more Australians. So it's his brother's this big beefcake guy. He's He wants to take him to the brother. Take me to the gym, Frank. 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 He's named after a sausage. That's how that's how much meat is going on in this guy's body. <laughs> and there's there's he's shoveling. They're, eat, they're having dinner and he's shoveling spaghetti into his face. I don't know if you noticed that, but yeah, he's just, he was just working down the yeah. spaghetti. He wants to gain weight to be big like his brother. This is the Lamal look. Was it was it his mom or his dad that? We, and she's making fun of him. Why are you so small? Why are you so small, crabs? He, he's drinking milk while eating spaghetti. And he's a grown man. Yeah, who drinks milk? Is a like grown man drinks milk with spaghetti. With spaghetti, you still drink milk. I drink milk. I drink milk. Really? Cow's milk? Not all the time, but yeah, I drink it. Really? Oh, we should uh, yeah, get rid of the beer During and the fill, podcast, fill, fill that wine milk. glass of, uh, with milk. I always hated milk. Mm. Ever since I was a kid, I always Ooh, hated that shit. Loved it. Yummy. Ugh. Chocolate Delicious. milk is strawberry milk. Yeah, I see, I, oh, I, that's I, revolting. See, strawberry <laughs> milk's revolting. No, it's Chocolate good. Chocolate milk I can't drink anymore. I it's healthier it than kid, regular milk because it has strawberries it. in it. <laughs> but the, the strawberries are just a powder. It's actually no strawberries in the powder. No, it's, no, it's, it's chemical. Quick. chemical I, I'm not listening to this. You've been lied to. <laughs> Fake news. I was raised on Nestle Quick, explains the ADHD. Oh, the thing oh, with yeah. Nestle Quick is the, the balls of powder that would float at the surface of your milk. And you could pop them, but you could never fully stir it in. No, it was weird. It was. It was a marvel of science. Yeah. It really weird. Yeah, it was delicious sprinkled on vanilla ice that. cream. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So they're sitting there <laughs> shoveling milk and spaghetti and milky spaghetti into their face. And then uh, and then for some reason, uh, Krabs wants to get a ride with his brother to the, the chippy or the, the taikawai. And uh, <laughs> right. I really might have to stop with his accent yeah, thing. because he's going for more food after eating his dinner. No, he must have had some other reason. I think he was just hated being at home with his parents. Right. Well, his mom was a terrible person making fun of him for being small he was kind of small though but i mean compared, compared to frank compared, compared to frank he was yeah. just a big just a giant pile yeah, if, he lou, if lou ferrigno is your yeah. older brother he was lamal small man. <laughs> that's how small he was and yeah it was a total like I don't get it, it was a total like this lamal thing i'm gonna have to close up it was this a episode total with, with bill bixby story. into lou mm. ferrigno <laughs> So, and, but, but not only is he beefy, but he actually beefy. We find out because uh, the older brother Frank is a, is a, a tow truck driver, and in this world, that's a serious business. But why? How come none of the doors open on any of the cars in this movie? No, it's like the General Lee, isn't it? They have, everyone has to climb in through the windows. Mm-hmm. Like almost, I think every single vehicle has to climb in through the windows in this movie. Unless you're in a. Unless you're in a cricket bat fight with somebody, <laughs> in, in which case you can just open the door and, and get hit them in the nuts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is where we see, I guess, how far society has, it hasn't quite crossed over into a, like apocalypse. Mad Max. But it's pretty shitty. Yeah. There's not a lot of law. Uh, every man for himself and uh, and woman. Oh, or oh, Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. Of course, she's a Sheila. We call him a Sheila. Yeah. Uh, I did love that there's a uh, 
a Cheryl. One of the one of the girls' names is Cheryl. It's like the Gordon of Australian women. <laughs> is Cheryl. It, is that is that Cheryl? Is Cheryl, that... like Shirley. Cheryl. Shirley. Okay. I could be wrong right. about that. Right. Our Australian listeners will no doubt. They'll be they'll be writing letters to you. Just address them to Dylan, care of uh, of the Black Dog After Dark. And... Black Dog. Yep. Dylan yeah. Reimer at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, hashtag not all Cheryls. And they, they come across this horrible car crash, and it turns out that they don't even care about the people bleeding on no, the street. No, they, they want to get the uh, the, the cars. The scrap. And, then, and then the car boys show up to, to try to scrap the cars, and then they fight off the car boys with a... With, like, a chain and stuff. Wrenches and, and stuff, and... Oh, does he, doesn't he hit a guy in the nuts really hard with a... Oh, no, that's later in the movie. <laughs> I remember I remember one of the guys uh, said, says to him, uh, Stay healthy, pal. It was like, yeah. a, it was like a real threat. I mean, it was like, an insult. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> threat and insult. Oh, I'm drinking milk, eating spaghetti. <laughs> as healthy as you can get. Um, anyways, so I guess it's like this coveted position to be a tow truck driver. All of this is just, it doesn't really lay the groundwork to anything. Nothing. It really has nothing to do with what the, what happens. It's, it's almost like a teaser to raise money. And then when they got the actual money, they're like, okay, we have to make a much slower paced Yeah, let's set it all movie. in one area. By the way, I was really pumped for this movie up until this point. Oh, and then I, I, yeah, yeah, and then they went to the drive. Okay, right. so <laughs> it's like two different movies. Well, the, 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 I was saying that the, the, the car boys, like they're supposed to be like, oh no, the car boys are here, and like they're like the least threatening gang, maybe, maybe since like possibly Grease, the movie Grease. Like, yeah. There, there's no, there's like they're so non-threatening. Like the get-along you know? gang. It, it reminded me of the way they did remind me, sort of. Yeah, they weren't at all threatening, but they seem to be based even on. The kind of stuff you saw in class in 1984. It was yeah, a very yeah. stylized new wave thug kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because yeah. the whole point of the movie is that you can't escape from this drive-in, and a lot of people don't want to. And yes. so they're trying to show how horrible the outside world is, which is outside. But it didn't seem that bad. No, that's, it was really tame. It, it was. was I mean, that's real... kind of my point about Surrey. Is it oh. just reminded me of growing it's up in a Wally? Also, time. one thing, yeah, because there's even when a, one character, the lead character, suggests at one point that he wants to leave when he's basically realizes he's trapped in this dead-end drive-in the owner makes oh. a threat along the lines of well you know the punishment for walking home on the highway yeah six months <laughs> it's like i would if it got me out of that place three I'd months, do six three or, months. Three, or even three months so if it would have been scary if it were like you know what happens if you step out there it's all landmines and they'll mow you down with yeah. a machine gun but, I, but, I don't care but, but the thing is when, when they when they showed the uh <laughs> The, when they're in the drive-in and there's like a, a wide shot, there's yeah. like how you can see houses you on could. the other side of the fence. Okay, so you could see we should probably we should probably get them into the drive-in before okay. we continue. So well, well, wasn't someone driving a tiny? I have a tiny red car. Crabs is a delivery driver, and they try and corner him, and they try and yeah. s- uh, steal his car or whatever. I can't remember that part, but yeah. For, somehow Crabs convinces uh, Frank, who's a dick, he somehow convinces him to let him borrow his 1950 beautiful, beautiful car. Yeah. 1956. Chevy, uh, Chev uh, Bel Air. Cherry red. Yeah, it was nice. Red uh, and white, yeah. Yeah, conver- convertible, and he, he takes his be- fucking gorgeous girlfriend. There was a, there was a, a, a some graffiti, some interesting graffiti sometimes in this movie. There's mm-hmm. one that said, drive east, die hard. I have no idea what that means. Let's drive east to and then the di- theater. And then and die, and hard. Go see, go see die, die hard. Die hard. Yeah, that's, that's what die I Die hard happened. wasn't out yet. But neither was Rambo 8. Did you notice that? Oh Is there yeah. A Rambo eight? So when when he's when they're trying to roll him for his shoes, the uh, the, the the flouncy boys or whatever they're called. I don't think they're called the flouncy boys. Whatever the the, the car, car boys. boys, the car boys. Which is which is what you make beer in, but anyway. Oh really? Yeah, it's oh. called a car boy. Oh yeah, good. that's where carbonation comes from. It's oh. Carboy Nation. That's Australia. Carboy Nation. Australia named itself after the bubbles in beer. Wow. It's a little known fact. Very little. So known. when he's like, I like your shes. You say and, cheesy And then one goes like, fuck off. Krabs is like, fuck off, mate. And then one of the car boys pulls out this enormous ninja throwing star. Oh, right. It was huge. <laughs> it was like it was like a, like a, like a, like a, a saw from a table saw. And it was like a table saw like, <laughs> stuffed on the front of his pants. Yeah. Yeah, you don't bend over. But that's comfortable, right? Yeah. And he hurls it at him, and uh, and then it lands in this uh, big poster of, of Rambo. Oh, yeah, and it says funny. Rambo 8, Rambo versus Russia, which actually... <laughs> Was Rambo three? Yes. So this movie kind of gets it right. Yeah, predicting the future. Predicting the future. Anyway, so he takes, he borrows his brother's car, Mm -hmm. uh, or steals it or whatever, and he takes his hot ass girlfriend. I shouldn't. That's sexist. It is sexist. She was, she was a lovely, calmly, beautiful, calmly. (laughs) Anyways, and they go to the (laughs) drive-in. Now nobody knows 
the deal with this drive-in, but when you when you drive in to the drive-in, drive this this dude in a fucking cardigan sweater comes out, and there's two different prices yeah. that you can pay. You can pay adults ten dollars, which is, which is pretty steep for 1986 prices, I think. Yeah, but we, but the Australian economy has always been ahead of the rest of the world right. in that like they all get they make like. 20 bucks an hour or whatever. What, she, what they should... She and it should, was set in the future, an alternate universe. True. What, what, they should, what they should have done, she should have hidden the trunk. And that, <laughs> you that. and your trunk. <laughs> and then he would just pay by himself? Uh, yeah, but then the guy would have known he was a serial masturbator. Uh, so what? Hey, a serial masturbator. <laughs> Marked for death at that point. Well, so yeah, there's, there's two, it's a two-tier system. It's $10, uh, but if you're unemployed... It's three dollars and fifty cents. It's only three fifty, and yeah. so he, and so he's all cocky, and he's yeah. like, "I'll have two at the three fifty price." Because he's why a cheap cunt. That's why. That's right. Uh, a yeah. cheap guy. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> the Australian is seeping in now. Yeah, that's right. That was the closest to an Australian accent I've heard you do all night. I'll try harder um, next time. So, and they drive in, and <laughs> she. We find out that she, we find out that his girlfriend is Has kind of ad- on the lam. Yeah, because she she's she's on the lam from her parents. They don't want her to know. She doesn't want them to know where he where she is, and then uh, so they they park. And then he gives on, her... on the dodgy side of the of the drive. Well, that, that's a fucking huge drive. It's a pretty big drive. Yeah, they like, they drive for like it seems like I don't know, twenty minutes. It's like so, half the outback. Yeah, because they, they pull into the beside a police car, which is at the drive-in for some reason. Yeah. And then uh, they, who wants to sit beside the cops while you're at the drive-in? Yeah, while well, you're you know, drinking like, up furiously. Or furiously. <laughs> so <laughs> a you know, serial yeah, masturbator, you, you Darren got, Gay. <laughs> you've got to find a more quieter spot. And so they do, to, and, to and masturbate. Yeah, yeah. And they, they put they put the hood up, and because uh, it starts raining, and they get down to it. Well, first he gives her a nice uh, gift, a beautiful <laughs> Australian romance. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, oh, he's proposing, he's giving her a ring, but no, it's a lighter, a lighter, and she <laughs> and she it's she acts like it's a fucking ring. She goes, oh wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> It makes fire by magic. Yeah. <laughs> you may as well have given her that fucking tab off of his beer can. He put it in a little nice, nice little box too. Oh, I know, I know. It's <laughs> when I was Maybe that it age. Maybe something in Australia giving I... uh, your betrothed the lighter. Yeah, it's, it's the eternal flame. Yeah, well, if you, well, you have to keep it on for it to be eternal. Oh yeah, right. Burn your it's fingers. a temporary etern- yeah. eternal flame. Yeah. And then uh, they start getting it on, and they take off. All... By oh. the way, I admired that they took off all of their clothes while boning in a car. <laughs> I've never d- taken off all my. Usually, you just kind of shuffle your pants down a bit and go to it. I've 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 taken all my clothes off except for my socks in, in a car. car? Yeah. And why not your socks? Because the floor was too dirty. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. What kind of car? Um, it was well, geez, what was that? I think it was a '72. Monte Carlo was my very first car. That sounds like a big car. It was a big car. So there's some space. There's a little bit of space, yeah. In the back seat, there's a little bit of space. So you can, but, but, but so you not, can hang not... your clothes up while you're banging. Yeah, you, uh-huh. you know, you can totally stretch out. But this car is huge. It's like it's like a like a motorhome or something inside of it. No, it's but a... I love it. So they, they start making out. And she goes, "Oh, wait a second. And then she takes her top off. She goes, "She says, do you like them?" <laughs> She's like jiggling her big. Uh, I just got them. I just got them a couple months ago. <laughs> The craziest sex that I've ever witnessed in a car. Witnessed? <laughs> Were you looking through binoculars? No, I was not. <laughs> Were you but peering in? For any you time I see a scene, you for example. You looked up and Alex was watching you. He's like so, this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I just had an image in my head. Please, please. Sorry, continue with your perverted do, story, do Alex. Go on, yes. <laughs> with your creepy story. Well, as you both know, I'm from Nova Scotia. Dartmouth. I, I've heard. Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. That's right. And for many years, Dartmouth. I was an employee of the Bridge Commission, and I painted the A. Murray McKay Bridge for several summers. Me and a crew were working. By the way, this story isn't a big perv thing. Get to the sex. (laughs) You're just talking about your big suspension bridge. (laughs) Me and this crew, we were on this uh, platform. Get to the sex. We were parked over over Seaview Park, the famous landmark park in Nova Scotia. Sexy, sexy stuff. Once we're parked over this park. Barry White lyrics. A car car pulls up. A little hatchback pulls up under the bridge. We're minding our own business eating lunch, but we're looking down into the park. Are you having a big foot long? We were just eating our sandwiches and stuff, and this... (laughs) <laughs> Little hatchback parks directly beneath us. It's uh, like 300 feet below us. You check it out on the. That's a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, they park underneath, and it's a skinny little white dude and an extremely large woman. But this car parks in the nook, and they look around, and you see literally 300 feet directly below our platform. We're looking feet? down. Yeah. How could you even see that? That's a lot We're looking far down. Away. No, it's it's 
Trust me, it's easier binoculars, than... Binoculars, <laughs> right? No binoculars. It's right there, man. Telescope? You know what's going on. You can deduce it. It's like watching ants hump. <laughs> the two of them are checking out scouting, uh-huh. making sure no cars are coming by, nothing. Then all you see is the woman's legs open. Presumably. You see, you see these two huge knees. Then Catch you the see knees. a skinny little white man's butt <laughs> plop in between those plop, knees. Plop. So erotic. Going at it so hard. I'm not joking. His... Ash cheeks are hitting the inside of the windshield. Wow. Really? As he's going at it with her, it looked like someone was spanking him with plexiglass. It was crazy, <laughs> man. But that was the craziest. And then so they good. jumped apart. A car came along. They really went at it for a while. Hard for like a minute and a half. And then this other car comes along and they suddenly jump apart and they're like, oh, kind of like calm down. And then the car drives by. And then as soon as the car passes, they start going at it again. Wow. A friend I told this to was one of the many friends I told this to later. I'm sure. Um, I was like, you know, and by the way, we saw no faces, no license plate. Not that we would ever reveal that information, but <laughs> we weren't out creeping around, perving on people. We were eating our lunch. I mean, I'm, I'm, a I'm, car pulls I'm, up I'm in glad, front of you and does that. I'm what else are you going to do? Of course we watched. Glad you wouldn't have sold them Of course out. we watched. I'm, I'm really yeah. hoping you didn't, like, drip mayonnaise yeah. from your sandwich well, onto their okay. windshield. <laughs> as would, you were, uh, I hope that's mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah, they're looking every which way, but they don't think to look up. Well, who would? 300 feet above you. Just look <laughs> up, God damn it. If you're look going out in a car, look up. Yeah, the moral of that story is... And we learn what happens, too. These two, as well, haphazardly having sex in a car, you know, an inappropriate moment in a wide-open setting, just like the people in the park that day. But it was, Here's the but, parallel. Yeah. They're doing it in the movie, and it gets them in trouble, does it not? Yes, of course. Yes, well, yeah. it does. How, and how do they get in the trouble? Let's move on here. The tires get stolen. <laughs> By the way, like, you must be boning pretty hard if you don't notice people removing two we're of your wheels. Two of them, yeah. Or that there's people 300 feet above you watching oh, yeah, yeah. you while eating sandwiches Satellite and drinking Satellite of love. That's coffee. you, Alex. Oh. And, and she, she, doesn't really, she doesn't really care. She just, and at this point, she wants to watch the movie. And, oh, yeah. and she she acts like she's never seen a movie before. I've got to see how this ends. It's some shit. I don't know what what movie it was. Well, oh, one of these movies, at least one of the ones that they watch, it's called The Man from Hong Kong. It's also made by the. I was actually curious about the, the movies because they were more interesting to watch than the movie I was actually watching. All of the movies in this movie are Trench and Smith. Brian Trench and Smith right. films, uh, and in one case, Turkey Shoot. It got an R rating in Australia, and so he had to remove footage so that he get down to like a I don't know mature, too many, too mature many or whatever. Turkeys got shot. Too many, too many. Too, that's wow. right. Uh, but he took the footage that they had to cut out and put it into this movie. Oh really? Wow. So he took all of the all of the <laughs> super violent shit he couldn't show in Turkey Shoot. And then he had everyone be, be watching it in uh, well, there, Dead End Drive. There's one scene in one of the movies that was on the, on the screen of this guy hang gliding through New York City. I was like, what fucking movie is that? I want to watch this movie. I actually kind of like to watch this guy's filmography. Because it's all over the fucking map. Where were we? Okay, so the, yeah, so uh, and so he has he he's butt naked. He's running around in his boots. He, he's yeah, he's he's looking for his tires. Yeah. Someone just stole two tires off of his car. Some people just stole two tires off his car. Yeah. And he sees the cops wheeling them, put them into the back of a cop van. Yeah. And so what can you do? Yeah. And so he goes to the main office. <laughs> he's told. He has to spend the night at the drive-in. Yeah, like, you're, you're screwed, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't go anywhere. I, at this point, because I still didn't know what this movie was about, I'm like, he's got to spend the night at the drive-in? What the fuck is going on here? When does the, when does the horror movie start? That's, I'm still waiting, thinking it's a horror movie. At this point, I realized, okay, this is no horror movie. It's definitely just Mad Max... High octane rip up. It seemed at the beginning, but it became a very low octane. A very low octane. Yeah. Like no octane. The movie, yeah, for me, um, kind of stopped at this point on. You know what I mean? I hate to just jump on the movie. First of all, no, no, fair enough. Like, uh, there are definitely really great elements in this movie and stuff like that, but really, aside from a strong opening, the rest, and I love the concept of. A drive-in theater, like, like as an internment camp. It's like a mini escape mm. from New York. You think kind of about it, there would be, yeah. But for me, yeah, I just found this movie to be a collection of really an, like annoying characters and unrealized concepts. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. There's a lot of unrealized potential. Here. The visual look um, of this movie, by the way, is incredible. Well, yeah, I mean, it, look, it does yeah. look great. Like they, they, all the money, what little money they had, went into making this drive-in look cool with you know, the the cars and the thing is, the it's, 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 it's easy and it's cheap. You get some paint, some spray paint, you, and you just yeah. make it look really interesting. You well, know? yeah, and well, he, they they used a, con- a condemned drive-in theater no. that they were going to knock down, no. uh, but the projectors still worked. Yeah. Anyway, so he's told. You're screwed. 
You're screwed, mate, for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just hop on back to your, you can't, you your can't, car. You, you can't. There's no taxis. There's no buses. You can't walk. Oh, yeah. And, and it's yeah, like yeah. the walk. But if you try to walk out, the punishment's so minuscule. It's three yeah. That's one thing that killed the movie for me is right here. From here, it should have been like... Oh, I only get three months. Fuck it, I'm walking back. You walk back, and then somehow maybe you get dragged back. But to the, but, but the thing is, it's so lame. But the, the the, you can see some like, houses and stuff on the other side of the fence. So you just walk to the houses. <laughs> that's use the phone, call a cab. Yeah, or presumably like those houses are now abandoned. But yeah, I was assuming they me, were abandoned. Well, it's a, that's, that, that's. I like, didn't that's, assume they were abandoned. I, I didn't just assume either because the. Completely oh, well, flat at this point. Also, on. at this point, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Is it well, you can't walk up the highway? You know, well, now it's three months <laughs> in prison. Well, why did you tell me a bunch of history about how society got to this point at the beginning? Uh, why didn't you establish the martial law rules that were in place? Maybe in that yeah. that that pointless conversation where they're shoveling spaghetti into their face over dinner. You know, maybe the dads watch the news like, blah, the bloody liberals, man, it's yeah. be harder on these people walking around on the highway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> is, like, is, is that the major problem in the future is people walking on the, the highway? Just, the, the well, because some, some of them are the Incredible Hulk. Aside from a very minimal police presence in this place, and it's so minimal, it's like it's Mr. Rogers as the warden. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Knock the guy out and leave. Like, yeah. it's just <laughs> I know. the least threatening. Like, the movie's just a muck, and it's right. like, I kind of felt like I was watching a, it reminded me a lot of Burning Man at this point. It was fact, like, you're trapped in Burning Man, I have, like, just leave. I have Burning it's Man so, written in my notes. Yeah, That's it was funny. completely... And, Actually, it's, it's funny, when I, I was watching this at this point, when I realized that they have to live at the fucking drive-in. <laughs> when my, when my, my kid came home, and he asked what I'm watching, and he said, I'm watching this weird movie where people are forced to live at the drive-in. And he goes, you mean a drive-thru, right? Drive-thru. Because <laughs> nice. like, he's, he's, like the... he's 12. He's never been to a drive-in. As they wind up living there longer, you realize some of the, a lot of these characters have been there for like a good Forever. amount of time, yeah. right? And then you also realize that, okay, well, we're just going to shuffle off. Like, all, any deadbeat who would go to the drive-in deserves to live at the drive-in. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like the government. So everybody that went there and said unemployed has to live at the drive-in. Well, that's what you get for fucking lying, man. Yeah. You should have paid the extra seven yeah. bucks. Yeah. Whatever. So they go back, they sleep in the car, and then they... Uh, well, his, his biggest concern is getting caught by his brother. And for and then... Well, when, once, like, and then there's the next scene, people spray painting shit all over mm. his car. And by the end of it, the car, he, because, he, he, he abandons the fucking yeah. car, and he steals a fucking cop van. Which apparently, there's no punishment but, for that. And, and, then, and, then he, and then he meets that weird, you know, new age gang with a, the most annoying fucking people in it Ugh. like that really tall guy with the, 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 the he can't act with the shit he has a worst the worst laugh and then they introduced uh, the guy who can't speak because uh he stutters too much yeah yeah that's dylan oh my god really i didn't <laughs> yeah. even notice that yeah. of course he's called dylan I, I, it's I, dylan fuck i did not have to change my name um and there's like the one guy standing behind him who isn't scary at all. No, no none of them are scary. None of them are threatening in any, Especially any way the, whatsoever. The leader, like I, I just kept thinking of like a grown-up Australian version of our gang. Would he be spanky? I guess. Yeah, like yeah. with the hair and all that. Like they all have. When you went to uh, Burger King in the '80s on the placemats, they'd always have these like this gang of, of different kids. And one was into com the computer guy. One guy was in a wheelchair, and then there was a girl. And then, you know what I mean? And like these guys just seem like washed up adult versions of this like. And yeah, they for me too. Yeah, like kind of like '80s new waveish Bowery boys. But for me, I thought it was like Ducky gets a gang. Yeah, that's perfect. what it was like, and it's like, who's yeah, the, who's, who's Ducky? well, where's John Cryer? And you know, uh, well, Ducky, oh, right, 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 like right, they okay. were the wimpiest gang. Oh, they were, they really and were. for whatever they reason, just... they're, they're hanging on the bathroom. Who was hanging on the fucking bathroom? Well, the, the girls time? are hanging on the bathroom. Everyone's hanging on the bathroom. Everyone's hanging the, 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 the girls' bathroom. Just it's full. Well, it's full of girls. And I do remember going to malls as a kid, and there was always some people hanging on those damn. But not everyone. They don't just mean the old purse. Again, 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 another. You mean the people who hang on the bridge? Another, then another, they retire uh, the bathroom and discuss, <laughs> discuss what they saw on the bridge. <laughs> uh, there's another nice little uh, graffiti bit in the girls' bathroom. It said, Jill does blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even, not even the proper grammar. Dot com. Hey, class of 1984, lots of bathroom action. In I was, but at least those guys were threatening. Like, those guys were, were. They were a threatening gang. Yeah, they were scary. You, you, you felt the menace. Here, there's no menace. No, yeah, they were just like, they were, they were 
They were soft as rotten fruit, man. They were as soft as Dennis the Menace. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then the, so they showed, dude, I guess he's running. He's going for a jog. Yeah. But he's carrying two bricks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's, like running, he's kind of prancing. He's prancing with bricks around the, the drive-in. And like, at this point, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like 80s aerobics video. video. Okay, so, so the weird. whole time. So he's, I mean, there's this, this scene when he basically tries to talk his way out of the drive-in. Thompson, who's who's the old guy, who Thompson. by the way has the most acting credentials. He was the only guy that could act in the whole movie. By the way, you want to have some fun? Nope. Go go to IMDb and, and just look up Dead End Drive-In, and then just start checking out all the weird Australian television and shit that these people are mm-hmm. on. He was the star of something called Computer Ghosts, which <laughs> the poster. I would watch that in I a would, heartbeat. I would watch Computer Ghosts. <laughs> Why do we yesterday. watch Computer Ghosts instead of this movie? Computer goats or ghosts? Go, computer goats. <laughs> See, I would definitely watch computer goats. Ghosts eat goats and goats eat goats. Well, I, I, little lambsy so, so, so they're they're living in the car now, and I, I I'm actually like that car looks okay to live in. It's pretty spacious, you know. Yeah, they're, it's they're, no they're, wheels, they're stretched so out. They're just they're just you know hanging out, having sex, and she she's she's at the point where she's cool living at the drive. Well, because she's been for on the, the for the rest of her life. Yeah, she well she's been on the run from her fucking crazy mom. <laughs> she she's found so, some oh, yeah. friends who, who so, did her hair for her. So Thompson, who is the Mister. Rogers guy has this questionnaire and 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 it's like you know and they I guess both of them don't want their families knowing where they are so neither of them say oh yes please phone my brother my, my psycho meathead brother Frank and tell him that I took his car to bone my girlfriend at the drive-in mm. even though Frank would have gotten his fucking he would have like barreled right in there and then his... yeah did you see that pickup truck it had like roll bars on the outside of it going right across the uh, the windshield yeah. It was crazy. It was, yeah. it was built for Mad Max. And I was expecting that brother to come back at some point. I was hoping he would. Like, yeah. I such think a he... waste. Like, this movie for me was just a lot of, uh, like, a really promising opening and just wasted ideas. Yeah. I, okay, I, I'll give you wasted ideas, but I, I don't think, uh, in, ex- in execution, I, I, I still found it really... Great to look at. It was yeah. It the was cinematography it, in this thing is yeah. Is, it was it was a nice restoration. It was widescreen. So like imagine the the original VHS that we all uh, you saw. The one I have yeah. Looked like looked like shit, but they did a nice job restoring it. And it looked it looked good, but the set that that only goes so far. You know like that. For, I like, was genuinely bored watching this. There's this, this one scene when uh, he's talking to the girlfriend in the car. And he's he's exp- trying to explain why he wants to leave, and she's all upset. She thinks she's the problem. You know that the reason he wants to leave is because of her. But no, it's because they have to force live in a fucking drive-in. But to me, that's just so dumb. I don't like. For me, yeah, just, well, I think there was that attempt to make it like certain people, including maybe the girlfriend, but the people who are also there, the guys and gals who are already camp already they're, they're, they're really like, easy to placate through trashy pleasure and like fast food okay, and so stuff yeah, but that, it was that, still they're, they're, all, they're all the same age yeah. they're all like early 20s yeah. everybody that's there yeah, yeah. I, I mean that was the point of the movie I guess no it was, it was. I, I, right here I, it was a punk well I man. recognize that but it was just still uh, dull oh yeah like, no, I'm, I'm not saying like, let's trap people in the food court who I, cares I like, don't think this <laughs> it's weird what I what I appreciate about this movie is I liked looking at it. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the costumes. I loved all of the extras. It's not often that I actually spend time watching extras. And well, because going... they were way more interesting than the leads. You know, all, all yeah. the, when they they showed scenes of all the extras because they you know they looked like punk punk rocking guys and, and just girls. and just like punk, punk rocking guys. You know, <laughs> punk you know? rocking. They all get their change of clothes from. They don't. Stuff. They all had fresh well, the, wardrobes. Well, the, there was a the scene time. when they had some uh, some clothes strung up between cars. I guess, so. cars. I guess like they washed them. I guess somehow. So. <laughs> yeah, but how many pairs of clothes do you take to a drive? <laughs> the story well the story did very little for me yes but i just i think i it made up for it in atmosphere i, I have a question there's a scene when there's like a whole bunch of montage things going on there's a guy with a monkey i don't remember the guy there's, with a, there's, monkey. A, there's, a, there's a monkey and everyone's laughing having fun with the week. oh yeah like, you're right who, the monkey who, who brings a fucking monkey to the drive-in <laughs> you perverts i guess what are you gonna do it wasn't a big monkey who 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 dangles over a bridge and watches interracial couples have with a, sex with a with like a with like an extended like, uh, telescope one of those yeah. <laughs> then drools then drools on the top of their car yeah with a uh, mayonnaise I'm doing air quotes mayonnaise yeah. <laughs> a real, I heard that a real sick weirdo too <laughs> I mean you you abused your privileges as a as a bridge painter. Okay, so yes, I appear to be the defender of this film because I don't really it's, it's, care about any of that stuff. Well, I thought it was a really colorful, interesting, vibrant. 
I just wish there was something. Dead more, end I, just, I just wish there was something more interesting going on. Which brings us to the to me was, was kind was, of was, though. Which which the best and maybe the only really good scene in the movie, and that's the cricket bat fight. Oh, I love the cricket yeah, bat fight. because I, I, I really hate that fucking guy that yeah. he fought, that really tall guy who has the worst. He can't act worth a shit. But you know he's a big guy and he had to fight and it was it was I thought it was pretty good. But the fight scene was really poorly directed. It was the best scene in the movie. I liked it. <laughs> uh, Which, yeah, well it's a, you know it's a normal. Anyway, so he interfe- he's jogging and he interfe- he, but he's in the wrong in that one. He runs right through their cricket game. Yeah, What's I would have hit him with a thinking? fucking bat too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they get in this fight and he winds up like. I thought it was a, actually a pretty well orchestrated uh, uh, fight scene because it's on top of cars and in cars and he crawls at one. So that when he he's being attacked by one of the get along gang. The the, the 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 big guy with the terrible haircut who who <sighs> who, who every time he opened his mouth it, just, it was just like fingers on a chalkboard. <laughs> to me, he's like, oh thought, my god. Yeah, yeah. His his character name probably was Fingers because they, they all had these like nicknames. The, he winds up claw- hitting the guy really hard with with like a chunk of rock. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, and then the bad that guy is like two scenes later. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Even and, though, and, even and, though uh, he was like twitching on the ground. Yeah, and, and, like, and then and there's no real ill will between them. They, this movie has problems. I would have liked there to have been uh, scarier bad guys, more tension, and um, more obstacles in the way of, 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 of wait, him wait, escaping wait. the dead end drive-in. Mm. But I still enjoyed the movie. It's, it's, it's funny when they're uh, when they're having the fight. Uh, the guy says to him, "If if you were a man, you'd do something about it." But he doesn't say what it is. She didn't. She didn't. Well, she, didn't she didn't like like allude to what. Well, it she's was. talking about the racism. She's she's like, uh, you know. No, she's all for the racism. Later in the movie, she definitely says that exact line when he's like, "Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Have you gone bleep and bleepers? <laughs> Have you gone gugglier than a buckle chuck grew?" <laughs> I don't know what you just said there, but it was funny. Uh, I just made it up. <laughs> Carmen's character in two different scenes says the exact same line to oh, really? two different characters, huh. and that line is "What do you mean, mother?" Because when they first go into the <laughs> di- right. into the That's diner, right. yeah. she's like, "I hate eggs, I hate eggs," and Who I was like, eggs? "I was like, I hate eggs." Really, I love oh, eggs. Fucking disgusting. Them every day. Well, Alex knows. Different, I had, I had an egg sandwich. I choked it down, but anyways. You gave a description of eggs one day at the shop that was so vile, I couldn't eat eggs for a couple of weeks. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. What did I say? Well, you said, among other things, how, like, these factories feed chickens their own spinal columns. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, they <laughs> well, do. Don't, every don't, time don't I... Eat, every don't time. those goddamn eggs. Get those the organic, the free-range eggs. They well, don't do that. Well, there's that, yeah. But, it, but even then, it's still disgusting. But no, they're delicious. They're not that great. Oh. Anyways, because Carmen actually says the line, "What do you mean, Martha?" Like to two different characters in two different scenes. And it tries to be a catchy line. Oh, it's oh, excruciating. That's all. Like uh, that's all I can say. This movie, I found it excruciatingly <laughs> annoying and boring. Well, okay. we're, I don't. Think, I don't think we're there yet. But <laughs> I think I know. What oh, you're... I'm there. Yet. I, I don't. All think... I thought is they should have dropped the drive-in part and left dead end. There, there, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's quite as superficial and shallow well, as it, you guys it, 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 it's it, it, not it, it, superficial and shallow it just doesn't work well there are, there are moments that I did enjoy in it there's a there's a scene in there they're eating in the um, the cafeteria or whatever and someone mentions that they had a, they got a, a gut full of poisonous hamburger and then, and my, my my wife walked into the room just as that line uh, went on and she goes well isn't everything poisonous in Australia and, and then she said you're not going to tell anyone that I said that line are you <laughs> I'm giving props to my we wife we should have had her on the show tonight she could have told that story and, and then, then, and then went home I'm not saying it's superficial and shallow it just didn't come together and none of it worked like they throw in this really preachy scene with anti-immigration ideas and of which, course that's which, valid which, of course that's something worth criticizing and being with Trump now in office and all this shit it's a well, timeless it's, issue it's immigration high, but especially in Australia it's a couple yeah. of sloppy lines just thrown in and it really went well, nowhere well, well, and and the, the, it was so ham-fisted with the way they tried to show him as being not that way when the the Indian dude comes into the bathroom <laughs> yeah. with his uh, the turban that it's he's it's, it's, being, it's, being, turban. it's being racist to show that he's not racist he puts his arm around him while he's peeing and they pulls him away from his urination and it's like, oh, you're, you're okay, man. It yeah. was so, it was so. Get it was away so, from me, I'm pitching. <laughs> yeah, it was so terrible. See, there I was defending him and I was yeah. racist by doing exactly. that. Act. Exactly. There was exactly. all this uh, mishmash, like all the elements were there for something. an incredible movie, but I just thought it just I, went I have written down here, sticks up for the stereotype in the bathroom. <laughs> That's yeah. well, at least someone's sticking up for the stereotype. <laughs> yep. and so, so the, there, there's, a, there's a big rally <laughs> for uh, all the, the white people. Uh, and we the, we the, should the, establish something first. Okay, sure. Up until this point, it's entirely white Australians. 
Yes. And then for well, whatever there's, there's reason, a couple, there's a couple of black oh, guys. Oh no, there's in there. okay, no, because actually I want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, it's, it's overwhelmingly white Australians. Ninety-eight percent. And they ship in a bunch of, I guess, like Chinese, Korean, yeah, Vietnamese, Asian, Vietnamese. They're Asians that are shipping for, into the. Just the out of the blue, the government's like, "We need someone to put these immigrants," and they they just dump them there. That's it. They don't show them in at all anymore in the movie. Oh yeah, they, you they, never they, see them. No, they show them coming in, and that's it. They didn't even register me that. They I guess in that some they ways, though, the reason Asians. why no one seems menacing in this movie. When when you really think about it, it's like, it's not like gangsters and bikers are always like, go to the drive-in. It's like the people who are going to go there and get trapped are basically unemployed geeks. Yeah. So you're really just like a bunch of film critics and stuff trying to, but still, <laughs> because there's even, when, when fighting breaks Way out, seen the movie, because they're having this, this whole, yeah, I know it's like <laughs> Harry <laughs> Knowles, actually, well, yeah, Harry Knowles oh on the God. loose in a drive-in. Actually, that's pretty terrifying. That's a yeah. remake I want to. The scary um, holes of Harry Knowles. Film know. critics and bloggers like the, the, what the equivalent would be. They're such dollars. Dullard? The, the, the tonal shift here was... It, I, I came out of nowhere. They're all like against the Asians that have come in. Yeah. And they have this, this big rally in the uh, cafeteria or whatever. Yeah. But then there's like there's a, there's a black dude sitting dude, there. Dude, that which made me laugh. Because I think even the actor... Was having a hard time with this oh. scene where he's like, "What? Why am I up front? Is like, it because so, I'm black?" So they're, they're only racist against Asians. Is yes, the, is yeah, yeah. I, they, I made a note of that. I have uh, read it. They're only racist. Black, yeah. black, black guy in the group looks confused. Should I? Should I be here? <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, uh, Johnny Pompadour, the guy with the flaccid pompadour, oh, the, the leader of the shitty gang. He, he gets up. He calls them rice gobblers. I mean, I don't know if this is an actual <laughs> racist term. But they, well, hey, it sounds racist. Bunch, of, bunch I, of bloody rice gobblers. <laughs> I like rice. But I'm like, I don't gobble. Where Australian get off criticizing anyone else's food. The racism plot goes nowhere. Before they dropped all of these uh, Asian people off in the dead-end drive-in, they dropped off a bunch of cars for no reason. Yeah, but a bunch of cars that, that didn't work, but they had parts on them that could work. Well, why? Okay, if you are if, if you are this government and you're like, great, I got I got the Harry Knowles's and the Red Letter Media, I got them trapped. <laughs> I got yeah, trapped in that drive-in. And I did I, it by removing car parts. I think I'll ship in lots of car cars yeah. with more car parts, <laughs> yeah. especially after the manager's telling you in there's the, nowhere you can in the get middle car parts. Of, it's ridiculous. In the middle of the largest desert on the planet. Yes. No, no, put it inside those walls, yeah. not anywhere not outside. Anywhere, anywhere else. Another thing that drove me nuts is, is Krabs, is, his girlfriend's like, why don't we just get out and walk? And, he's, and he says... And drive Frank's car back without <laughs> yeah. without without uh, four wheels? He'll kill me. It's still his main like, concern is how his giant meathead brother's well, gonna react uh, to his hey, car being trashed. Hey, dipshit! Take any wheels, Doesn't put them matter. on the car, and then drive to the wheel store yeah. in, no, the, in downtown fucking yeah, Adelaide like, and buy like, a cup buy a couple of four wheels. So weak. I'm still thinking it's a horror movie at this point. I'm waiting for the horror. Still waiting because the old the old <laughs> the man slasher is, to come out. Yeah, the old yeah. man's gonna dress up as Crocodile Dundee and start <laughs> chopping people up with a knife. Yeah, that's not a knife. That's not. This is a knife. Krabs gets on the future computer, which is really old looking, <laughs> terrible. Oh, I think it's a Commodore 64 or something like that. Because Mr. Rogers, you know, goes for one of his. 71 daily peas. Yeah, and then and there's, there's a shootout. He gets a hold of a gun. He shoots shoots a couple cops. He shoots the uh, Mr. It, Rogers. Is this after he steals the gas? Oh no, he runs out of gas because he's been fucking running his engine the whole time with no wheels. Yeah, he's running. He's running. He's running <laughs> his engine. He's like checking the engine to make sure it's fine. We're gonna keep the engine running, <laughs> otherwise Frank will kill me. But yeah, he, he steals gas out of the cop car. Which the, I thought was a pretty good scene. It. it was okay. Yeah, it siphons it. But I you know, always like it when people siphon gas. In the have, 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 you, have you ever siphoned gas? I've no. Because no. you, you, you end up with a mouthful of gasoline. Yeah, you siphon true. gas, and he just spits it out casually. You know, it's like you're in a fucking barf. Like yeah. it's like it's 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 awful. The best scene of siphoning gas in a movie is uh, <coughs> Cheech and Chong's "Things Are Tough All Over." That's yeah. the only memorable scene in the movie. I don't Let's remember that movie. On. A bunch of stuff happens, a, and there's, then there's... they're all having their big racism racism meeting. So Krabs he takes the wheels. Does he ever bother he, put the, them back on the he, car? He, he he puts them. Yeah, you no, he puts them back on Frank's car. Yeah, and then he's out of gas. Is out of gas, so he steals gas. He puts the gas in the car. He has a shootout with the cops. So he, he blows some of them up. They chase. They're just chasing around the drive. They're driving slowly around the drive-in, yeah, yeah. shooting each other. For some reason, there's a giant ramp that that if you had a car and had enough velocity, you could jump over the electrified wall and go to the drive-in. I thought the ramp was was like a knocked-over piece of that 
truck that brought all the cars and all the It was a perfect agents. ramp to leap out of the drive-in in a car. Coincidentally. And, and to go through the sign that said uh, Star Driving or whatever. By the way, that a, was one of the like most expensive stunts ever completed at that time. It was the it world set a record. It was the world really? record. In fact, I wrote really? the guy's name down. Most expensive stunts? Like Guy really? Norris. One of them. Like, like driving a car through a neon sign over a fence? Guy Norris, the, 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 the stunt coordinator who did the whole thing, uh, including driving, doing doing the jump. And I thought it was a pretty impressive stunt, personally. It was to okay. the point where it smashes... Okay, so it goes up the ramp. It's no fucking it, Mad it Max smashes, in Road Warrior, that's for sure. Except he did, also did Mad Max. Which is head and shoulders above anything. I didn't think it was as filmed as well as it could have been. It should have been like a wider shot from like a crane or a tower or something off in the distance to Agreed. capture him crashing Agreed. that sign. Like, to me, it just oh, looked like... You guys are pit- he was. And, and, he and took about a two-foot jump. Yeah, yeah. And when he lands, he actually <laughs> says, "Beauty." You know what? Well, there's a lackluster. Another example of that is there's an infamous stunt in a Burt Reynolds movie called. He did a serious cop film. No, in the early theater. <laughs> well, you're on the right track. Sharky's machine. Sharky's, Sharky's machine. machine. I like with uh, with uh, Rachel um, Ward. Ward, yeah. Watch right. it again. Yeah. It's so dated. There's this famous stunt at the end where a guy jumps out the window of a tower, but it's totally wasted within the movie. Right. It was like a guy did a. It's it was, the, it was, like, a, it was, was a huge name? tower it's drop. The, he's a very famous. Dar Robinson, I believe, was oh. his name. Legend of I know the that stunt name. world. Yeah. Legend and of the he did world. that's incredible focused an episode on him pulling off the stunt because <laughs> he but fell, that's what I this like reminded me of that's was incredible so was a television series yeah. in the in the uh, early 1980s and Dylan was a co-host so anyways anyways I, I would just like to give stuntman Guy Norris his due credit okay is he still alive I have no idea does he listen to this podcast I hope so. Maybe from the grave. Hope everybody. <laughs> from the other side. Hey, I'm haunting you, boo, boo, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he worked on Mad Max and Road Warrior. Most recently, Fury Road, so right. I'm assuming he's still alive. Right. And um, at the time, this had the world record, 163-foot jump. I like the way it was filmed. But I, 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 thought I, I, it was... I have to agree with Alex. I think that they showed it from different angles, and instead of like inside, from inside the car, not very impressive. Because it's just up and down, and you smash it into the ground. Like, what? No, it's not. No, I didn't. No, it's th- not. They, they, no, they show him going through the fucking sign. Yeah, but and then, was, they, and then they. But they, they, there's, there's no context for the scale of how high it is or how big it is. It's just them going. He's just driving through a sign. It's like a close up. I got a pretty good impression of it. Uh, when it especially when it was landing, because it, like it, it came down, it was in slightly in slow mo, and you actually felt the impact of the weight. The car it. went sure through the that. sign. I thought of the car crashing through the wall in Gino Vanelli's Black Cars video. <laughs> Oh my God. And then when I read on the internet after watching the movie, all the effort that went into that, I just thought, God damn it, you pulled the Sharky's machine. You invested wow. all this into a stunt. That's a and it's like the guy jumps out the window in Sharky's machine. It looks like a dummy. Anyways, we're at the end of the movie. Okay, so yeah. And he's just driving off and, and he it, goes, beauty. Beauty. And then the, the 80s music kicks in and that's that. And I was waiting for something more. I thought maybe he was going to meet up with his brother. Well, yeah, or... yeah. I thought so too, but that's not the point. No. Which leads is there me, a point? Well, so maybe I'm thinking the movie is deeper than it is. The movie's not deep whatsoever. Because the whole point was about him escaping, and everybody else is, is complacent. And, and then I started thinking about how uh, I read a statistic somewhere that something like, how for real, 90% of Australian... Live um, driving? Everything is the suburbs in Australia, and it's, I think this is a, sort of a commentary on, on pop culture. and yeah, Maybe, I don't know. And I was thinking, like, the idea of being afraid of, of growing older and settling down is kind of how I was reading it. Because, the, because it's represented through the car, because the car, like, he gradually just... You get, get, you get spray got, painted, got, got gets, deteriorated. It was deteriorating. It was deteriorating. I don't know. I saw something there. <laughs> Did you guys pick up on any of this? No, I, I, fuck I, no. I was, I, I was without. I was bored by like. like stay I, with I, the I was, I was, I was happy when it when it ended. To me, it was like okay, look, a smoothie can taste really good, right? I love a good smoothie. Hell yeah! But if it's just sitting there in the blender all lumped together, that's what it was. It wasn't. It was lumped properly. together ideas. The setting. The characters, none of it. It was just all lumped together. There were great ideas everywhere. And the look of the movie is amazing, but in, in the stunts and stuff, but it was all lumped together in a really boring, I guess I'm focused, annoying I guess film. I'm focused on those ideas and the way it looks, and that's enough for me. I, but I completely agree. The story could have been a hell of a lot better told. There could have been more characters. Well, there could have been some characters. 
Um, or it's not even that. The characters, they could have just had them, like, talk less and fight or something. Yell out those ideals and then fight something, anything. But it was so dull. Mm-hmm. That was, for me, was the... Uh, the big flaw of this movie. And by the way, I'm not one of those guys. I'll never tell someone not to enjoy a movie. Yeah. And I and it's like, you know what? I, I seldom don't even not recommend a film. Watch what you want. Get what you want out of it. I don't want to give some big copy wimp out answer here. But I'm just saying, though. But if you flat out asked me. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of likable qualities in this movie. But if you flat out ask me what I thought of it, I was bored and annoyed completely. Hmm. I was never bored. And I was never annoyed. I, thought, I, I wasn't I, bored in the I, first, in the I thought, opening. I thought I elements were it, ridiculous. But, and, and, and I I thought, like, it, it wasn't the best, the most... Um, are, we, are we doing final thoughts? Flushed out? Yeah. yeah. I guess we've just sort of well, natu- I know, I know naturally... Well, I know what your final thoughts are. Naturally eased up into oh. it. It's a very... It's, it's not... It's far from perfect. Compared to other... Um, Osploitation films that I've seen, mm. or it could have just been cheap and trashy, and I actually thought it had at least it was trying to say something. I guess I know um, I, I thought it was kind of cheap and trashy, but you know I'm I, I'm going to give it like a very slight recommendation. Mm-hmm. I thought it could have been way better. You know what I would recommend <laughs> this with? Forrest Gump. Streets of Fire. Yes. Yeah, a movie call, that's nighttime call. and looks great. I agree. It has still, amazing ideas but doesn't quite like, mesh. Exactly. Kayla exactly. Janice will like personally assassinate Strangles, me for yeah, saying that. But yeah. Dude, I love Seriously, it. I don't love Streets of Fire. I really enjoy Streets of Fire. I feel it's a really unfulfilled kind of movie, as pretentious as that sounds. I, I, feel, like, I feel the exact same way about Streets of Fire as you do. We should yeah. do Streets of Fire. I, I think it, it looks great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's interesting, but it just doesn't really... There's not, there's not much there. Oh, you guys, you, you guys in your with... substance. I like, I like a little bit more than just a good-looking film. Not me. It, 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 not me. <laughs> well, it's funny. When I when I'm, uh, I I was watching it, and I, oh, I, I pair this with The Real Warrior, but that's so fucking obvious. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna pair it with the robot. <laughs> really? Because uh, yeah, well, because okay. it's, it's, it's why this... not Mad Max? Well, because I don't, don't really like Mad Max. I've only seen the dub version of Mad Max on VHS. I've never seen you know the proper. The, the Road Warrior is one of my top three films of all time. It's trying to operate in the same universe, post-apocalyptic Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a, it's such a, a, a great movie to watch this and then watch something involving cars in the future. And yeah, I would I would pair with that and spe- watch the Road Warrior second because then you'll see what a good film and post-apocalyptic uh, future looks like instead of uh, watching you know, oh, Dead you, End Drive. You guys get pissing all over my pick. No, no, the thing is, you know, we're, we're not going to like the same thing all the time and uh, Dead End Drive is not, very, not a very good yeah. film. It's, it's, it's at least good, come on. No, no, it's, it's not very good. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not terrible, but it's not very good. Well, hmm. in, in, within the world of Black Dog, and I don't mean this as like cynical, just want to do business. Seriously, like I know customers I'd recommend this to, there's a lot yep. to really be into this movie, and I could see this totally being a favorite of so many people, but for me, yeah. Well, I just have to clarify. I guess I'm saying it again. Right now, I guess Alex, I just said that right now Alex times, is drinking beer out of an enormous wine glass, <laughs> right, right, yeah. and his hand is rested on his hip, and he's, got a, he's wearing a scarf, and all I can think of is Truman Capote. <laughs> you would do well at the dead end driving. Film critic, you know, you get the scarf. That's you, the you thing. Can, and totally that's the other thing, too. For me, this just wouldn't be a bad thing. I'd love it. It's Tons. a movie every night. For in your car. I love it. By the way, in yeah, Night of the Demons is the one where they're trapped in the movie theater, correct? That's yeah. de- not Night of the Demons. No, just is that Demons? Demons. Demons. Okay, Demons. And that's not the same director? No, it's not Dario Argento. It's Gento. not Dario. Uh, he produced it. slips my mind who think, did it. I think it's Fulci, is it? Or it's it's one of those guys in that, the, 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 that the, the, the Italian But era. that would make a great pairing, too, even though that film's way better. Argento but I love trapped in the uh, Actually, that, theater. That, that, that's, a, that's a good call. That, that is a good call. I wish I thought of it. But still, way better than this So my double bill is Demons and the Road Warrior. Okay. Don't watch Dead End Driving. Watch Demons and the Road so Warrior. So I'll, I'll, I'll double down on <laughs> Dead End Driving. I really like this movie. So it's my turn. Yeah, the pairing is obvious. Computer Ghosts. Uh, <laughs> or Goats. <laughs> if you can get a, a copy of Computer Ghosts. But I, I'm going to recommend George Romero's uh, Night Riders starring Ed Harris. Uh, that's a, yeah, an old Romero movie. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen this one. It's a, it's a very strange movie about people who reenact uh, King Arthur's Court on motorcycles. motorcycles. And it's like, it's similarly high concept. How come they don't make movies like this anymore? I, well, they do, but we just never hear about them. Well, no, like 80s, the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, they just made 
crazy movies like that. They don't do this anymore. It's all the same shit like Marvel and yeah. Disney. And it's, it's all too it's predictable. All boring. I'm not BSing you. I thought of Knight Riders while watching this. Film. Bullshit. <laughs> You're, you are so full of the shit of balls. Both films for me, yeah, amazing concepts that didn't quite break through. Mm-hmm. And if you can find it, I'll add, a, I'll add a caveat. No, because um, this movie is next to impossible to find, and it's amazing. It's called Psychomania. Oh, well, we and used to have that. It's about um, um, like like it's Australian too, right? No, no, that's British. I mean, it's British, right? It's, a, it's about a bunch of it's a motorcycle gang in in swinging sixties uh, England who discover the secret to eternal life is just oh. to really believe that you're not going to die when you kill yourself. <laughs> and so, they, so they, that's a leap of faith. But Night Riders, I'm going to go with Night Riders with uh, Ed Harris, directed by George Romero. Cool. Um, I'm saying. I would recommend this. I, I will. I will recommend it. And I, I'm very, very happy that since we uh, uh, attained Dead End Drive-In, we've actually had like a handful of customers quite excited, there, thrilled. There, 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 there is definitely um, an audience for this film. Generally, I like this genre of film. I like uh, crazy '80s things like. Uh, Society, which I just watched a little while ago, which I really like to do this podcast because I, I really like to talk about the movie. You can force me to watch it, sure. Because it's, it's amazing. We are located in beautiful, sunny Vancouver, sunny. British Columbia. You mean foggy, One... rainy, crepid, crepid. It sucks everywhere this time of year. Beautiful city. I like living here. 1470 Commercial Drive and... Uh, 31, on... 3451 Camby Street. Across from the Park Theater. Yeah. Come by and visit us. And we'll recommend a movie to go with Dead End Drive. Dead End Drive-In. Yeah. Dead End Drive-In. I will recommend it. Talk Dylan to me. will recommend Talk Dead End Drive-In. I, I, I All I'm going to say about Dead End Drive-In is drive-in, but it's a dead end. All right. Yeah, I'll end on that. <laughs> That's good enough. All right, well, uh, good night, everyone. Yeah. Or yeah. good day. Good day, right. eh? Good night, mate. Good day, mate. That's what, they, that's what they say when they go to bed. That's how they say backwards they are in Australia. Because wow. they, they, they go to bed in the daytime yeah. and sleep and be awake at night, right? Yeah. Jeez.